Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Hello. So on this beautiful coronavirus-filled Thursday, we are recording, and Stacy is at home and remote, so if her sound is a little off, that is why. I know it makes me sound like I'm making excuses since we really don't have our shit together, but... But we never have, so... <laughs> yeah, but we've been doing really good with having our shit together. So claimed it multiple times. Never been true. <laughs> so Stacy is in the comfort of her own home, as Doug and I are in the comfort of our own home, trying to do some social distancing uh, while we are going through this pandemic that we're dealing with. So Stacy, what's your thoughts on this whole thing? I mean, honestly, today was the first day that I feel like I was stressed out because. I have, like, six rolls of toilet paper. I have, like, one thing of Lysol wipes. And I'm almost out of dog food, and I couldn't find it today, but then I found it. Uh, so that's on its way to me. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little... I mean, I don't... If the plague takes me out, it takes me out. But... I don't know. Girl, you ain't going nowhere. You be all right. <laughs> I, I mean, do, I, I need to be, I like, should care more because I have a, a fucked up immune system because I have RA and my medicine that I take for it is immunosuppressants. So it basically like suppresses your immune system. Yeah. And at this point, what they're saying is, is it doesn't matter really if you have a good immune system or not, you're going to end up with some form of it, whether it's very serious or whether it's not serious at all. Or whether, yeah, whether it's very serious or not serious at all, because this is derived from animals. It's not derived from human species. So our body doesn't have any immunity at all to it. Where like with the influenza, we did have an immunity because it was created inside of a human. You know, what's odd about that is this came from bats, which like bats also carry rabies and like all kinds of stuff. So well, it's kind of strange. You, will, uh, you know, here the plague also came from rats, not bats, but still like Yeah, rats without wings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I think at this point, uh I know in Maryland they're talking about doing a uh state shutdown because um the number is just growing and growing and growing and the point has a um, really good page that they like officially made that lists like all the deaths and stuff um, and like in, it's like an information hub if you go on your Facebook there'll probably be an advertisement for you to click to go to it yeah and you can also go to worldometer.info and it has all from all of the different countries um, and then US stats So currently right now it's 13,847 infected and 209 that have passed from the coronavirus. This is really crazy and just like 
random, but I just like hopped onto Facebook because I was trying to look at that, and uh, I got like a little thing that says you're invited to try the new Facebook.com. Try it, not now. So I'm gonna try it real quick, and I'm about to tell you how different it is. <laughs> it's probably the same damn thing. So Stacy. When do the uh, coronavirus symptoms begin to show up? What? When do the coronavirus symptoms begin to show up? Isn't it like two weeks? No, right off the bat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it actually does look different. Hold on, I'll share my screen so you can see. Hold on. Yeah, it's like, what numbers are real? Because right, Fox exactly. News numbers don't match regular news numbers. And, uh, Look at this shit. Oh. Cool, thanks, Facebook. Yeah, look, this is a new Facebook. There's a new oh, Facebook. Oh, wow, it does Here. look different. I but like there's a it. Link right there to the information center that I was just talking about. Yeah. I'm sorry, people on the podcast, you can't really see what I'm doing, but... Um, so, Facebook has, like... Facebook. Yeah. Like, it's very streamlined. It has a very nice, clean, crisp look. Is that just on the computers or also on the phones? I think. I I think it would just be on. Well, see how that is? How it's like clean and crisp? That's how it is now on the computer. Okay. That's cool. Okay, I'm going to exit out of it now. Um, but yeah, if you go to facebook.com slash coronavirus underscore info, um, there's like an info hub of updates and like all of the recognized health organizations that you can go through. Um, you know, what's crazy if you put virus in your cell phone right now, tips on how to social distance, um, and other things like that. And I guess this is really cool. So I guess because I'm in Pennsylvania, like it's giving me my local, like it's a feed of my local health organizations, which is cool. Like this is York City. Like I bet you if I was sent, that's because of like it has my address. This is like very cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I think that um, with everything that's going on, I think that, the big thing was is uh, still trying to do our podcast and stuff like that. And I know Stacy Ted texted me and said, do you think we should do one or do you think we shouldn't do one? But we decided to do one because we felt that we should still be here with you guys and uh, be spreading some good positive energy. Now people have nothing to do but listen to podcasts anyway. So and yeah. Netflix. <laughs> so Netflix and chill and listen to our podcast. So other than the coronavirus and everything, how was your week, Stacy? It was pretty good. How was yours? Mine was pretty good, too. Uh, a lot going on. Very busy. Tired. Worn out. Um, I go to get my BiPAP machine. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. How's that going? Oh, good. I have an appointment on a date coming up. And 
I believe it's March 31st. But, um, so I go to get my, uh, BiPAP machine for my sleep apnea and 23rd, sorry, Monday, March 23rd. And, um, I'm kind of excited about that so I can get better sleep and feel a lot better at night. So Douglas, how was your week? It wasn't too bad. My nipples are like really hard for no reason. It's not cold in here. Okay. What did he say about his nipples? His nipples are extremely hard for no reason. It's not even cold in here. <laughs> as far as my week, work sucks. Just a lot of restrictions, a lot of weird stuff going on. And people seem to, seem to be lazy at work. Almost as if like they're just waiting for them to come up and say, oh, we're going to shut down. But we are in a food industry. We have to feed people. We have to keep working. And we were told yeah. that. So like, just do your job and keep working. And be lucky that you don't have to worry about a lot of the other people that have lost their jobs. It just, it's, I don't get people. Yeah. And I think that sometimes you have the people that decide that they're not going to do anything because they're waiting on something and that may never come. So stop waiting on it and just do what you have to do. Yeah. So we are going to try to stick to our normal routine for our show um, that we do every week here on OTBP. Um, of course, you know, in and out, there's probably going to be things that pop in and out about the coronavirus because it's the current pandemic in the United States. Um, originally, it had started in China, I believe, but um, I was told by a little birdie that Stacy is actually going to be doing giving some more insight on it uh, for her weirding us oh, out. That- no, 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 not the coronavirus, sorry. Not the coronavirus. Okay, I stand corrected. So, how are you going to word me out this week, Stacy? Hey, I'm going to talk to you about the plague. <laughs> um, so, with all this talk of corona, it got me thinking, like, about the Black Plague. So, I'm going to just talk about a little brief history of that. And then... Um, my friend and I were talking about how we've seen all these memes on Facebook about like comparing right now to the 1920s and how there was a plague in the 1920s. And so I looked it up because I didn't know what it was referencing. And now I'm going to tell you about that too, because it's just short. Okay. That sounds fun. So the plague also known as the black death. Um, was a plague pandemic which devastated Europe from 1347 to 1352. So if you think about that, that's only five years. And it killed an estimated 25 to 30 million people. Um, The disease was carried on fleas or by fleas on rodents and it originated in Asia. So again kind of interesting that that's where this coronavirus originated from um but it was taken from there to a place called crimea by mongol warriors and traders the plague then entered europe again via italy which is very interesting um carried by rats on genese genoi i don't even know trading ships sailing from the Black Sea with up to two-thirds of sufferers dying from the disease. It is estimated 
that between 30% and 50% of the population of places affected by the plague died. So basically, if you were in an area where the plague was, like 50%, 30 to 50% of the population was wiped out. Um, the death toll was so high, it had significant consequences on European medieval history as a whole. Uh, so that means basically like an end to serfdom because there was a shortage of farmers, uh, general like upheaval with authority, um, abandonment of villages, and this article says that it took roughly 200 years for the population of Europe to recover. Um, okay, so the plague is a disease, and it's called caused by Bacillus bacteria, which is carried and spread by parasitic fleas on rodents, notably the brown rat. There are three types of plagues, and all three were likely present in the Black Death pandemic. So the one that we're probably most um, familiar with is the bubonic plague. Um, that was the most comic one, common one, and it caused severe swelling in the groin and armpits of the lymph nodes, which take on a sickening black color, hence the name the Black Death. Um, the believe... black sores, which covered the body, caused by internal hemorrhages, were known as bubos, from which the bubonic plague takes its name. Ew. Other symptoms are raging fever, joint pains, and if untreated, it's fatal between 30% and 75% of the time, usually within three days, 72 hours. The other two types of plagues are typically fatal all of the time, and they're nick, um, they're like spelled like pneumonia, or pulmonary, and then septicemic, septicemic plague. Um... So I'll read you this article, which is I got from ancient.eu slash the Black Death. Um, the, it says the symptoms of this disease were described by writers of the time, notably the Italian writer Baccio, I can't even pronounce any Italian, in a preface to his book, The Cameron. Wow, I probably am butchering all of this. One writer, the Welsh poet, um, made the best attempt at describing the black source. So I'm going to read you this because it is a good description. Okay. So this is by, I'm not even going to attempt his name, but he's a Welsh poet. Uh, <laughs> which he saw firsthand in 1349. We see death coming into our midst like a black smoke, a plague which cuts off the young, a rootless phantom which has no mercy for fair countenance. Woe is me of shilling of the armpit. It is the form of an apple. It is like the head of an onion, a small boil that spares no one. Great is it seething like a burning cinder, a grievish thing of ashy color. They are similar to the seeds of black peas, broken fragments of brittle sea coal, cinders of the peelings of the cockleweed. <laughs> I don't even know what a cockleweed is, but... <laughs> I'm so fucking immature. Um, I'm just talking, <laughs> black That's where you smoke some weed and get some cock. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Um, 
Okay, so basically what happened was an earlier plague hit livestock in Europe. Um, and because there was a lot of stuff going on, there was also crop failures because the land was being over-exploited, which led to famine, and there was wars going on. More, most significantly at the time, the Hundred Years' War between England and France. Um, and temperatures were getting colder, so apparently there was like a little mini ice age and just, so, like, just generally speaking, it was sort of a clusterfuck over there. So, um, basically what happened is, in 1347, it entered Europe, most likely via Sicily, like I mentioned in the beginning, where it was carried there by four Genese rat-infested grain ships, sailing from Kappa out of the Black Sea. Um... Another potential origin was that Mongol traders using the Silk Road had brought the disease from its source in Central Asia, with China specifically being identified following genetic studies in 2011. Um, and so by the end of 1349, so two years later, the disease had been carried along trade routes to France, Spain, Britain, and Ireland. Um, it also hit Germany, Scandinavia, the Baltic states, and Russia. Uh, medieval doctors had no idea about microscopic organisms and bacteria, so they were basically helpless in treating it. Um, and prevention would have been, like, the best, basically, the cure, but because sanitation was so terrible back then... Like, there was no way to prevent um, it from happening. So there were so many deaths and so many bodies that the authorities did not know what to do with them. Carts piled high with corpses became a common sight across Europe. It seemed the only course of action was to stay put, avoid people, and pray. The disease finally ran its course by 1352, but would recur again in less severe outbreaks throughout the rest of the medieval period. Um, although spread unchecked, the Black Death hit some areas more severely than others. So sometimes entire cities like Milan, Italy, managed to avoid significant effects, while others, such as Florence, were devastated. They lost around between 50,000 and 85,000 people. Um, Paris was said to have buried 800 dead each day when the plague was at its worst. Um, and like I mentioned before, on average, 30% to 50% of the population of affected areas was killed off. Um, so last but not least, some of the social kind of long-reaching consequences of the plague were like traditional authority was questioned um, so the church was an like a pivotal figure in it back then and so it was a lot of like why would God do something like this so there was a lot of like people questioning their faith um, and it was given all like in art was given a personification for people to help understand what was happening to them so it's depicted in art as the grim reaper 
a skeleton on horseback. Um, some people thought it was a supernatural phenomenon. Uh, others blamed other religious deaths for causing this to happen. Um, some thought it was an unexplainable trick of the devil. Uh, basically, afterwards, there weren't enough workers to meet all of the needs, salaries, and prices, swords. Um, farming became a serious challenge. So there was just like a lot going on. They basically had to kind of restructure like their whole system. Basically re I would say they had to, it restructured society. So social unrest followed outright rebellions broke out. Um, and basically like that was the end of medieval Europe was ended by the plague. Did they know back then that rats were causing it? That is it? my brief little summary. So Doug asked if they knew back then if rats was what was causing it. Um, I don't know. I don't think they knew. Let me see if it says that. I might have skimmed over that part. Um, I mean, I think in that time, I think in that time period that uh, probably not that time period though there was a lot less like testing and scientific type things that there was basically none is what it was saying it's like there was no way for them to treat it and so the only way they had to treat it was to prevent it from spreading but because sanitation was so terrible they couldn't even do that which is why it was such a became it like tore through the country well that's why that's why it's important now for people to get serious about it and stop taking it as a joke yeah. You know, we don't want to take it as a joke and accidentally spread this shit more. Let's just get rid of it. Everybody yeah. just, like, go hang out by yourself and do whatever you do when you're alone. You know? Do some much-needed meditation time. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because it's it's already rapidly spreading. Yeah. And we're just it's just going to keep spreading even more. And um, we do have the means to work on it. And yeah, we're not in the Middle Ages anymore. Yeah, and attempt to control as far as hygiene. And we're going to go that route. And that's where we're going to start. And then we're going to have to start calling in other resources because people aren't going to listen to it, is what it's going to boil down to. And that's why a lot of the leadership from the government from like our state government and from our national government, federal government, they pretty much are saying like, this is going to cause us to have to shut this country down and quarantine the country because you're not listening. And it is going to take out a lot of people. Yeah. Like Hogan was like no more than 50 people. And then he dropped it down to 10. Yeah. People were still like doing stuff. Yeah. He was really Uh angry today when he was talking about people like, not taking it seriously and partying and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he he was very angry. And, I mean, I can completely well, see I'm why he is. Cancer. I'm sure he knows firsthand what it will do to him if he gets it. Yeah, and that's true. Well, could you imagine if the bars were still open, people would be going. Oh, yeah, they would be littered with people. You know? Oh, hell 
be. They'll probably be dressing up like the freaking coronavirus themselves, and you know, making. Everybody will do like a 1920s plague attire or something, or like yeah, like yeah. a blackout at the bar for the yeah. plague. Yeah. Yeah. Right? All right. So since we're talking about a plague from back then, and we are currently going through a whole, a virus pandemic. Um, these are the five facts for our current virus pandemic. Wait, Perry, let me just talk about this real quick. It'll take two seconds. Okay. So, um, I looked up that, I, I looked up like what the plague of 1921, 20 was, and apparently it's called the Galveston plague of 1920. And it was basically in June, 1920, a few people in Galveston, Texas started to get sick and most doctors didn't even know like what it was and then it was only after the first patient a 17 year old boy died that they tested him and it was like a very rare outbreak of the bubonic plague like reared its head in Galveston um and I'm trying to see how many people uh the first case was diagnosed in 1920 and 18 more people over the following months were diagnosed with the plague. Um, only seven of the 18 people survived. Oh, wow. uh, the doctors found there wasn't really any correlation between who caused the disease except for the places they lived and worked. Um, when rats in these areas were examined and dissected, the source of the plague was discovered. Ew. Okay, so that was the plague of, you said 1920, correct? Yeah, the Galveston Plague of 1920 in Texas, which was basically, it was the Black Plague. It was just like a rare outbreak of it. And yeah. like no one, they, everyone was like, that's impossible, but it wasn't impossible because it happened. <laughs> so a hundred years later, we have another plague. Yeah, basically. So the five facts for COVID-19. Fact one is diseases can make anyone sick regardless of their race or ethnicity. Fear and anxiety about COVID-19 can cause people to avoid or reject others even though they are not at risk for spreading the virus. Fact two. For most people, the immediate risk of becoming seriously ill from the virus that causes COVID-19 is thought to be low. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions may be a higher risk for more serious complications from COVID-19. Fact 3. Someone who has completed quarantine or has been released from isolation does not pose a risk of infection to other people. For up-to-date information, visit CDC's Coronavirus Disease 2019 webpage. Fact four. There are simple things you can do to keep yourself and others healthy. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after blowing your nose, coughing or sneezing, going to the bathroom or before eating or preparing food. Avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth with unwashed hands. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue, then throw the tissue in the trash. Fact 5. 
You can help stop COVID-19 by knowing the signs and symptoms. Fever, cough, shortness of breath. Seek medical advice if you develop symptoms and have been in close contact with a person known to have COVID-19 or if you live in or have recently been in an area with ongoing spread of COVID-19. The, wow. webs- the website for the CDC real quick is cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Yeah. So that's just a little bit more information about the current thing that we are going through in our country. Um, actually, it's all around the world. It's not just our country. So um, I think that it's good that people are aware of what is going on out there. I think that a lot of my thing with it was, Stacy, is I'm not a news watcher. I don't watch the news. I am very much like if something comes across my phone and it sparks my interest, I'll read it. But news always seems to be the same repetitive thing about the president and the president did this wrong. The president did that wrong. This person shot this person. This person killed that person. And it's very depressing and monotonous. So I tend to not watch the news but I have been catching myself following this a little bit more just because of it almost intrigues me Mm. to a certain point because of this being so widespread and how quickly it did spread yeah I mean it does seem kind of crazy to me that like the government is thinking about handing out a thousand dollar check yeah it seems kind of fast that we got to that point, you know. Yeah, I think it. I think it was fast that we got to that point, but I also understand why he wants to do it. No, I mean I totally understand too. It just seems surreal. Make sure that government got your real address. You don't get no check. Maybe that's part of the setup too. See how many dumb people that are actually wanted for tax evasion actually respond. Oh. (laughs) Wow. This whole entire thing. Here's a conspiracy for you. This whole entire thing was set up by the government to make us afraid and put us in the need for money so that they could find these addresses. I really don't believe it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure somebody out there is like, oh, my God, Jesus speaks. Do, 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 conspiracy theory. Hey, Stacy. Hey, what? Which composer got the coronavirus? Uh, Drykovsky. (laughs) 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 Tell your friends. All right, so let's let's answer some questions. Um, With everything going on this week, producer Tracy uh, forgot to give questions, but we have Paul that is going to help us out. You know, we haven't screamed, Paul, make a correction yet. Well, you must wait for my faux pas. What? My faux pas. 
You have to wait for me to fuck up first. No. Faux pas. Faux pas. Stop saying faux pas. Uh, Get it? I think he was doing it on purpose. <laughs> I just jumped over it, Stacy. <laughs> um, so last week, Stacy and I were recording, Douglas, and uh, she said, Steven, make a correction. I said, actually, ours is Paul. So we, the whole episode, we were like, Paul, make that correction, please. I'm like, Paul, cut that out. <laughs> All right, so what's the first question? If you were God, what songs would you be playing in heaven, and what songs would you be playing in hell? 1960s and 70s music in heaven. Uh, white boy modern rap in hell. I would probably actually completely switch the ante and play regular music in heaven and play all the Christian songs in hell. Uh, oh, wait, that's actually a good idea. I take my back. I just like the irony of that. I do, too. Well, if I'm God, I'm all powerful and I can actually make each individual person here in eternity forever the song they hate the most. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. I just so, yeah, like, and, and if the song ain't there, I'm going to make one. <laughs> oh. And those in heaven will just be dance party rainbows yeah, and swimming like, pools. Just, in heaven, you hear your favorite songs all the time, and you don't ever have to choose which one you want to listen oh, to. Oh, yeah. It's just like the song you want to hear at the moment is always playing. And in hell, that one song that you hate is constantly stuck in your head. Yeah, that's why I said I'm going to rickroll everybody. Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, because that's the one song you... Oh, I get it. Oh, my God. I'm fucking blind. All right. Next question. All right. If you could live in any fictional world, where would it be and why? Um, Hogwarts. Hell yeah. That's my answer. Um, I do love Harry Potter. But the also, world... Also, Middle Earth as well. What? I said, also, I do Middle Earth. Okay. I would like to be in uh, Narnia. <gasps> Stop! No! I want that to be my answer! I want them all! <laughs> I love Narnia! I love Narnia. I do love Harry Potter, but like as far as like the worlds and the, the way that it was built yeah, and created so and the true. imagery of it... It would definitely be Narnia. Second, second would be Oz. I don't know. Mine would be Winnie the Pooh. Aw, that's cute. Are you going to get stuck in the tree? Oh, yeah. My fat ass is going to be sticking <laughs> right up there. Tigger just come along and bounce on it. <laughs> like, ah. You guys have like 100 acre ones with Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> poor you <we're> were. So, <laughs> we're so naughty. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Is that everything? All, all yeah, the questions? Yeah, like as Til- far as like there was two questions. I have more. There's plenty of questions. No, you're not. How are you going to weird me out today? I am going to weird you out by talking about our dog's astrological signs. Love okay. it. So, 
Our dogs actually fall into a category for an astrological sign, much like we do as humans. So this had been brought about because I uh, was at work and my boss's dog, Charlie, had her birthday. Happy birthday to Charlie. And she was born on the 18th. Yes, the 18th. And um, we were trying to figure out, like, if she was a Pisces or if it was, like, different for dogs or whatever. So I had looked it up, and it's actually just like humans, um, but they're kind of different. So um, Aries is from March 21st to April 20th. And uh, these dogs are said to be when an Aries dog goes does not come when they are called don't take it personally as a fire sign the aries dog is extremely smart and playful they want to be the center of your world and your possessions naturally inquisitive and self-assured the aries dog can find themselves getting into accidents and you may find yourself at the vet more than you would like so these are like they're very uh, detailed, just like the human astrological signs are. As okay, far as, I'm sorry. Baltos. Baltos. What is Baltos? His birthday is um, November. Uh, why can't Ooh. I remember it? Ruff. November. Let me look on his Instagram real quick. Well, you're having a rough time remembering that. Now I'm like, hold on. Let me look at his Instagram real quick because I posted on his, like I posted a thing on his first birthday. Oh, he's falling asleep right now behind the laptop. He's is, is it in the beginning of November or the end of November? It's what I can't remember. Hold on. Uh, November 19th. Okay, so he is a Scorpio. The okay. sign of... The sign of Scorpio is the scorpion is a scorpion which is ruled by the planet Pluto. Scorpio is a water sign and highly emotional. The Scorpio dog is robust and strong-willed. They usually get what they want and are rare, are very influential over other dogs and people. Scorpios need daily exercise to help relieve stress and like their fellow Libra, they crave structure. Without structure, the Scorpio dog will take advantage of everyone and everything he or she comes in contact with. These dogs are extremely intuitive and never forget when they have been wronged. A Scorpio dog is a friend of solitude, but also enjoys good company, especially yours. They love to be fawned over and groomed. Oh, baby. That sounds like him, except... I'm surprised they didn't say he was, like, loud. Well, do you want to hear his aura color meanings? Would Should you, I look him up? Would you like to hear Balto's aura color meanings? Yes. Hold on a minute. I'll look it up. So just like... His human, colors are blue and yellow. So blue just, and yellow. Just yeah. like humans, uh, animals have aura colors as well. And because it's blue and yellow, there's green blends here and there. It almost makes him look like uh, sunshine coming up 
over an ocean with forest around, you know what I mean? Type yeah. thing. Aww. Yeah. He's my All right. sunshine doggy. Let's see. Blue is... You him. He looks so cute right now. He's like sitting on the couch, <laughs> falling asleep. Caring, sensitive, loving, helpful, loyal, peaceful, desire to be of service, which makes sense because he is a husky. Yeah. Nurturing. Let's see. Yellow is playful, sunny, easygoing, creative, intelligent, entertaining, curious, and active. That definitely sounds like him. And the green mixes are so- social nature. Content, harmony, teacher, communicative, quiet-minded. So, I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, it said quiet-minded. Yeah, not much is bothering him. You know, he's not one to not forgive or hold a grudge or be angry. Yeah. Or, not quiet mouth. He's it's an aggressive little shit. I love him. Balto? I love Balto. Balto is the pot, official podcast mascot. Yes. And when we buy our house, anytime, Stacy, you need a dog sitter while you go away. Let's drop his little ass off. We'll watch him. So I wanted to share um, Pisces since uh, Stacy and I are Pisces. Yes. And it. how it kind of differs from a dog to a human. Okay. So Pisces is from February 20th to March 20th. The side of the Pisces is the fish, which is ruled by the planet Jupiter. Pisces is a water sign and mixed with the air of Jupiter. You get a dog with a magical sensitivity. Dogs in the side of Pisces are inherently sweet and need a pe- peaceful atmosphere to flourish because they get stressed easily. Like oh, so They're very much like their human counterpart. Yes. Like Leos, these dogs sometimes get bullied because of their non-aggressive nature. Pisces dogs are very independent dogs. They do what they want without attracting the attention of others. What does this mean for you? Don't be fooled. They have you well trained. So that is the Pisces. And since Douglas is a Gemini... We're going to read the dog. It's very interesting because uh, dogs being man's best friend, I think they help balance man out. You know what I mean? So like Gemini dogs are like almost like the opposite of Gemini people. Yeah. And it goes with Pisces dogs. It's like they help balance each other. Yeah, it's very true. This sign of Gemini is the twins, which are ruled by the planet Mercury. Mercury is the planet of intelligence. Gemini is an air sign with an either, e- sorry, an earthen spirit. Dogs with their sun si- signs in Gemini are both passive and aggressive, positive and negative, outgoing and reserved. Gemini dogs aren't into ownership. Guardian is the way of the Gemini, and these dogs weave their spirit in the world, rarely bonding with one person. The Gemini is a quick learner, loves exercise, has a quick wit, and is affectionate. However, they can also be nervous, indecisive in their eating habits, and prone to separation anxiety due to their need to be with others. So I find it really interesting 
I mean, Doug already said it, but I find it interesting that there's uh, little bits and pieces of the dog piece that comes over from the human piece of astrology. So I find that kind of interesting. Well, that's really, it is awesome and interesting. I just thought it was kind of interesting that dogs had astrological signs just like humans did. Yeah, to begin with. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, but if, if you think about it, everything living does, even trees and fish, the way the world, the way everything in the world naturally acts, it has its own zodiac. Yeah. Even yeah. in the animal kingdom, some cats are assholes. Other ones are sweet. Some horses are major dickheads. Other ones are sweet. You know what I mean? So there's like a whole astrological sign for everything living. Yeah. So real quick before we go, last uh, month, I believe it was, we did an episode where Stacy, you had talked to us about times that the Simpsons had correctly predicted certain things that had happened. So there is a photo going around social media that there is a uh, someone, someone is listening to this podcast and heard you start the story and said that the, it's fake. The, the, the news broadcast where it says Corona is fake. Okay, so apparently it was fake. It is fake. But I don't want to hear what it is. Okay. What's your Siamese twin saying over there? Okay, so... <laughs> Who's talking? Corey. Hi, Corey. Corey, just get onto the podcast and talk if you want to talk. No, he was just saying that that was fake. Yes, I know. I was getting to that part of it. Oh, he jumped the gun. He was asking you. <laughs> No, I was talking to her about how I was asking I was asking her about the last time she remembered talking about this kind of stuff on the episode. Well, there's one going around social media that is actually false. So So a nineteen ninety three Simpsons episode supposedly predicted the new coronavirus outbreak. A viral theory online claims a 93 episode of The Simpsons predicted the global coronavirus outbreak. The post features four images from The Simpsons having been shared over 18,000 times on Facebook. (laughs) Excuse me. And over 5,000 times on Twitter as of March 13th, 2020. Most social media users who shared this theory did so in good humor. However, a minority have implied that the apparent prediction is further evidence of a media-led conspiracy. The Simpsons did not predict the new coronavirus outbreak. This claim references episode 21 of season 4 of the show entitled Marge and Chains. The episode, which aired in 1993... As stated, does not talk about coronavirus, but about the fictional disease Asaku flu. Images on social media have been edited to make it look like the episode was about coronavirus. Most of the posts feature four images. Three of them are authentic, 
and the fourth one is edited. And this shows Springfield's anchor Kent Brockman presenting the news in his studio. The image has been edited adding the words coronavirus to the screen. This fourth clip is from the season 22 episode The Full Monty. The message on the screen originally reads Apocalypse Meow. Bill Oakley, which was one of the two writers of the 1993 episode, described the claim to Reuters, which is the guy that is writing this article, as a stretch, as the episode was based on other events that had already happened. And then he goes on to say that the Simpsons did not always predict things, but they told stories about things that was going on at the time and history keeps repeating itself and people do not have the education to tell if it was a prediction or if it was about a pre previous incident from history that had happened. I wouldn't put it past the world to not remember something and have history repeat itself because it's kind of like our MO. Well, did you guys hear about the Dean Koontz book that was written back in 1981 that predicted it? The book was called The Eye of Darkness by Dean Koontz. Okay, so hold on one second. All right. We're back. We are back. So, Doug, what were you talking about? A book that was written? By Dean Koontz. You know who he is? Yes, he's an author. Yeah. I mean. Well, he wrote a book back in 1981 called The Eyes of Darkness. And in the book... It looks like it's on page 333. He says, Doomsday said, or Doombie said, you have to go back 20 months. It was around then a Chinese scientist named Lu Chen defected to the United States carrying a diskette record of China's most important and dangerous Biological weapons in a decade. They call this stuff Wahan 400 because it was developed in their R&D labs outside the city of Wuhan. And it was the 400th viable strain of a man-made microorganism called that researcher said the Wahan 400. And they were predicting that it would happen in 2020. That's kind of ironic. I don't know. But like you said, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of different things where you could say that it predicted it or it slightly resembles what had happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's, I feel like you could look throughout history and find a lot of instances for the same kind of thought process that the guy from the symptoms said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think we realize how often history repeats itself. No, I don't think we realize that. Until it does. Yeah, until it fucking does. Exactly. And especially until it does, like, in our lifetime. So I know that a lot of people were upset about the spring breakers that were like freaking out and saying 
I don't care if I lose my life. I'm going to um, you. drink. I'm going to drink or whatever, and I'm going to have fun. So, I mean, a lot of people were upset about that, but it really. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot going on. Boo so hoo Boo hoo hoo hoo. Are going to have their opinion about it. Yeah, I'm trying to stay calm and not really stress. You know what my opinion about it is? What? If you need <laughs> if you need 144 rolls of toilet paper for a 14 day quarantine, you should be seeing a doctor before worrying about COVID 19. Right? Exactly. Like motherfuckers, you're wrong. One person, like, around should be able to hoard, and they should hoard for everyone, <laughs> for, like, an emergency situation. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would do. If I had gotten everything, I'd be, like, strategically giving my shit out to people who need it. Yeah. Not selling it. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, you can't find any toilet paper? I got you, home. Yeah, that's true. Well, like, old people don't have to worry. Yeah, exactly. You know, because, like, it all, dep- it, all it all depends. It all depends. I didn't have <laughs> <laughs> it all depends. <laughs> oh That's my. another thing too. Like we all could wear diapers. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Oh diapers yeah, we could. <laughs> we should go clean that out right now before everybody else gets to it. Be like, we always got this. Yeah, we wipe out all always. the adult diapers and the feminine pads. Yeah, honestly, I should have bought tampons, but I didn't. Yeah, we'll get all the diapers and go give them to old people so they're comfortable. We won't be like the stingy people that want to keep toilet paper for themselves. Yeah, take them to the nursing homes. <gasps> mm. All right, so how about a quote of the week? When you start seeing your worth, you'll find it harder to stay around people who don't. Anonymous. Mm. All right, some closing comments. Follow OTBP on Facebook at OTBPP or Facebook.com slash OTBPP. You can also follow the podcast Instagram at Off the Beaten Path. Follow Stacy Hubeck on Snapchat at Stacy H. That is S T A C E Y Y H. Follow yeah. Terry. Follow Terry Miller on Instagram and Twitter at TerryMiller91 and on TikTok at Terry Clay Miller Jr. Follow Doug Parks on TikTok at DouglasPark7. 236. 236 followers. I need more, y'all. Come on. Get All my right. TikTok going. So until next time, stay true and stay weird. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And get your TikTok right, on. You get bye. your TikTok love you, on. Bye. Love you too. Love you too, girl. Love you. <laughs> You're amazing. Love you, Balto. Love you, Cardi. This has been a production of Claywater Productions. Listen to our other podcasts, Tackled, Tea Time with Paul Douglas, Kind of a Big Deal, and Off the Beaten Path. You can listen to all of our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. 
So until next time, stay true and stay weird. Bye.